learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, Season 4, Episode 1. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Shaneri Sam. For over 17 years, Shaneri Sam has been a competitive athlete. At the early age of eight, Shaneri started competing at her elementary and high school on the track and field teams. At the age of 15, she migrated to Barbados with her family where she lived for five years and continued to excel in track and field for Christ Church Foundation High School. After graduating from high school, Shaneri moved to the United States to further her education and become a leading athlete with the Utah Valley University track team. Shaneri is a certified aerobics instructor and personal trainer with endorsements for step aerobics, kickboxing aerobics, and group exercise by the International Fitness Association. In addition, Shaneri is certified in CPR and AED. Shaneri worked as a professional trainer for the past 10 years in New York City, where she trained clients in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Bronx, and the Westchester area. She continues to provide fitness consulting services to some of her clients and maintains a presence in New York City by hosting boot camps and fitness workshops and presentations. Shaneri now lives in Tampa, Florida, where she continues her career as a trainer, offering one-on-one boot camp, group sessions, and nutritional support for her clients, ranging from children to seniors. Shaneri offers different types of fitness training, such as aerobics, strength and core training, resistance training, weightlifting, muscle building, fat burning, and toning, calisthenics, boxing, rowing, spinning, Pilates, yoga, and stretching. Shaneri's clientele come from many different professions and backgrounds. Many who are overweight, underweight, or abnormal weight and who may be suffering from illness or joint ailments, such as obesity, diabetes, culinary heart disease, cancer, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, arthritis, back pain and injury, or knee and hip injury, to name a few. Shaneri has been interviewed by Muscle and Strength Magazine and New York WHCR 90.3 FM radio station, where she offered her professional advice on achieving a fit body and the importance of living a healthy lifestyle. She has appeared as a guest on the TV show, Teen Mindset, offering fitness and nutrition tips for teens suffering from depression, which was aired on the Brooklyn Cablevision channels, Time Warner channels, RCN and NY Verizon TV channels. Janari has performed voluntary fitness workshops for the National Association of Black Military Women and has volunteered her professional fitness expertise to the Girl Scouts of New York City. She has also been a guest speaker at the Fidelis Healthcare Fair and the Total Women Business Conference, which was sponsored by the Local Development Corporation of East New York. She is the only active female member of the male-dominated calisthenics group Bar Masters. 
which performs the most extreme workout on the bar and ground using your own body weight. Its mission is to entertain while motivating people to get involved in health and fitness. She is also a member of Black Women of Influence, which is a sisterhood of highly accomplished women who have been recognized as trailblazing, influential Black women in business. This 300-plus professional member network consists of senior-level African-American corporate executives and entrepreneurs representing every industry in America. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Shanari Sam. Shanari, welcome to She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Uh, thank you very much, and it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation. You're welcome. I read your bio, and I want to say kudos to you for embracing fitness and athletics at such a young age and choosing to march forth within business as an adult. Uh, thank you. Yes, you're welcome. That's awesome. Okay, so are you ready to talk about leadership? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, Shanari? Oh, definitely. Most definitely. We all have it in us. And why do you feel that way? Because I think the Lord put us on the face of the earth to do something great. You know, let us come forth in the world because he knows that we are here to be leaders, you know, and it's up to us to tap into it or not. Yes, I totally agree with you. Thanks for sharing mm -hmm. that. So can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? That's an interesting question. I think there was a time in my life when I was a, not even a teenager yet. I think I was 12. I was reading the Bible. I was really into the Bible. Not the Bible per se, but I think it's really more of the, the Bible books that used to be in my home. And I started reading that a lot on, about Moses and the Red Sea and all of those different things. And just watching the pictures. And uh, it really it captivated me. And uh, I resorted to the, to the Bible and I started reading the Bible. And I remember one night I had this dream. It was so interesting. This dream. And I dreamt that we... It was um, an open field, okay? It was an open field in my country in Guyana. And mind you, I was about 12 or 13, about 12. And this open field, we would go there, we would play, we would have sports there, we would have sports and we would have football, because that's big in my country. And I dreamed like the, the sky just opened up. The sky just opened up. I can remember it vividly today. And... Uh, like, I can see this man is coming out of the clouds in white. And uh, he came straight towards me. And I was looking and looking like, wow, who is this? Like an angel. Like, I just felt like it was like Jesus Christ. And he came and uh, just put his hand on my head. He didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. And he just moved. He just left. And uh, I didn't think anything about it for years. And I think it was when I was in New York. I was still in my 30s and I started training. And uh, it came to me. 
and I said to myself, you know what, fitness training is what I need to do. The Lord told me something years ago when I was a little girl, and maybe sometime in my life I would maybe be a leader, maybe bless people's lives with a gift he has given me. And uh, every time I think about what I'm doing, because I even remember when I was in college, even before this, I thought about this dream again. I remembered I was sitting in my apartment and this permission just came to me and said like, you know, one day, Shanair, you will be a leader in fitness and health. You will travel the world and you will be like, I would see myself traveling the world and being like in the poorest countries and helping the people work in their gardens and planting foods and growing their own foods and eating and teaching women how to do push-ups if they've never done push-ups before, using their own body strength to help to sculpt and tone their own physique. And uh, I think now it just makes me feel strongly than ever that this is what I need to do in, in, in the world, that I need to work on a national and international scale to bless people's lives. That's when I realized it. Wow. Thank you. Oh wow. my goodness. That was amazing. Wow. Those are amazing stories. Wow. I love that. And I really agree with you in reference to how reading the Bible uh, and reading Bible uh, books helps you uh, to become a better leader, as well as um, I enjoyed to hear how you're so spiritually connected to be able to receive uh, those kind of messages because those messages don't come to everyone. They can, you know, but they don't unless you're actually spiritually connected. So I love that. Thank and you're the second person I told about this, you know. I told Wow, one, well you told a lot more people now. Look. Second, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, imagine that. that I, just I, love that. To to I love huh. that. Okay. Um, All right. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If Then Process, mm -hmm. I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Janari, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? I think a leader needs to lead by example. If you want to be a leader, you definitely need to lead by example. So in my field of work, if I am trying to speak to people about health and fitness, I need to, to be that example. I need to be practicing what I preach on a daily basis. I need to be eating healthier, healthily. I need to be speaking about healthy foods. I need to be exercising on a regular basis. And so people can see that what I'm telling them, if I'm telling you to be healthy and fit, I need to do the same thing. If I care about you, I'm going to be in trying to instill the things that I believe that is, is good for you, that will make you healthy and make you fit and make you want to experience the joy and the confidence and the happiness and those things that come from being, from living a healthy and fit lifestyle. So example, I would say, is a, is a strong and great attribute. Secondly, leaders you need to be able to take risks. I've taken many risks in my life. When I was in college, I started uh, my own company when I was a senior in college. I started with nothing, no money. I started a modeling agency at that time. You know, I ran it three and a half years. I moved to New York with a two suitcases, $235 in my pocket and said, I'm going to make a life for myself. Yes. I started, yes. yeah, with 
the modeling agency and then I realized I wasn't doing anything. That's when I resorted to fitness and say, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. And I started from the bottom up to where I am today. So we need to be able to take risks as leaders and also be examples to people. Okay. Thank you for those Mm -hmm. codes of leadership because I do agree with you. Leading by example and as you said, practicing what you preach is definitely how to be an effective leader. And I love how you talked about taking risks and how you've been a young entrepreneur and even how you started with modeling, but that didn't go maybe the way you wanted it to go, but you were able to Uh pivot and move into health and fitness and still keep that entrepreneurship going. So that is awesome. Thank you. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. But Shaneri, Mm -hmm. can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? (laughs) Wow, I've failed many times in my life, many, many times. Business-wise, personal-wise, spiritual-wise, many different levels and arenas. And uh, like you said, there, there are times I was very young, even in school, I failed academic wise and uh, at that time you really don't understand it so why is this happening to me why am I not passing my exams and why am I so sad everybody is passing and I'm just being here and I'm going to college like my other friends or you know why is this happening to me why did my business work out when I you know I find that I'm working so hard left New York left Utah to go to New York to continue my modeling agency and for one year, it was just like a cutthroat world, and it didn't work for me. But now I realize that um, those are just lessons, like you said. It's a, it's a learning lesson. Like in God's time, he would provide for you what you really need to do. He will show you what you need to do. And it just takes, it's in that perfect timing that things come together. And uh, I believe that with the failures, it makes you stronger. You know, I've had people who have, you know, taken advantage in my career, but it just makes you makes you a stronger person. And when you look back, you say like, wow, did I ever, did I really overcame this? So if I overcame what I went through, I can do a whole lot more for the future. And I can definitely triumph in the future. So it just, I believe, from my mindset, it gives you a stronger backbone. Stronger backbone for you to just to keep climbing. For you to keep climbing and uh, overcome those obstacles that would be in the future for you. A learning lesson. Yes, thank you for that. Uh And I heard a few things. One I heard basically is that failure doesn't define you, right? So although you may have failed as a young person, in between, you know, in current state, it still doesn't stop you from getting where you are supposed to go as long as you keep trying. No, never. And I love how, yeah, taking those lessons learned from the experiences. Mm. I love how you mentioned perfect timing. Like it's all about Mm. timing and we often want what we want when we want it. Mm. And we have to go through the process and enjoy the journey and overcame. That's Mm -hmm. the word that I really took away, how you overcome those experiences and those failures and it makes you stronger and I would say even more aware for the future, Mm -hmm. right? 
That's right. And once you have that passion for something, once you have that passion and that drive for something, you're going to keep going. You're going to keep going and it should never stop you. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? It depends on the person. It depends on your mindset, <laughs> quite frankly. You know, you can decide what is hard for you or if it's easier for you. For myself, I'm from the Caribbean. In the Caribbean, we have a lot of um, female leaders. So I've seen that coming from there. And uh, I know if those persons can do it, I definitely can do it. For me, I don't look and say, okay, he's a guy and he can do better than me, especially in, in, in the fitness training industry. You know, there are a lot of female, male, there are a lot of male trainers, but to me, it doesn't matter because I look at myself as a female fitness trainer and I look at the clientele that I can attract. There are a lot of women out there who do not want to train with males. They may want to train with a female person. Or there are some men out there who may just want to f- train with a female person. Or apart from that, it just depends on how good that person really is. Whether he or she provides, how great a value that person provides, it's going to attract the right person to them. So I never really thought of it being hard for me as a female entrepreneur. We just have to have that mindset that has to be strong and powerful and say that we can do it. We can create it. Because look at Oprah. She's one of the billionaires in the world. She's a female. You know, if she can do it and she's black, why can't we? Exactly. Thank you for that. I love that. And I love what you said, Mm -hmm. right? You don't worry about that. It's about your mindset. As long as you believe you can do something, whether the playing field is level or not, you're still Mm going to do what you want to do. And I love your viewpoint, especially coming from a male dominated area where Mm -hmm. fitness, I would say is male dominated and still have this point of view. And another thing I heard you say was basically let your work speak for itself, regardless of Anything. That's true. Let That's your true. work speak for itself. So. Yeah, it speak for itself. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're okay. Welcome. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Shanae, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? Whew, yeah, definitely. When you <laughs> wow, when you're building a business and for myself trying to create a brand, you know, it's it's a lot of work. And there are times when you feel like you're doing it on your own, like nobody else sees your viewpoint. Some of your family members really don't see it. Your friends don't see it. Maybe just a few people maybe grabs your idea and your vision. But you have to. My productivity tips is that you have to just. Be calm, you know, and know that you cannot handle everything yourself. And uh, I just usually employ other people to do some of the work for me. Like for myself, I use Fiverr, like I love Fiverr. If I need flyers done, if I need to do some videos, I would just send it over to those people, let them take care of that because I'm not trying to do all the work on my own. So I do what I'm good at, which is training and also trying to manage my my business and let other people take care of what they're good at, you know, what their work and let their work speak for itself. And productivity, I believe that you need to have a sound mindset. Like for myself, I think exercise is very important for you to be a lot more productive. 
you need to be a lot more active. You know, your body needs to, you need to give your, your body time to rejuvenate, to be able to handle this fast-paced world that we're living in. And also being an entrepreneur, which is a fast-paced world because we find that we're always going and coming and our mind is going 24-7. We're always thinking, we have a vision. So we want to make sure that our mind complements, you know, our body. And uh-huh. uh, we're not, like basically, is that we're not letting ourselves just stray. Like our body and our mind should come together. You know, and that's what's going to make the whole body, mind, and spirit. So you can be a lot more productive in your field. Yes, thank you for that. I love your viewpoint on that because usually, you know, you may hear stuff about calendars and tasks, you know, but to talk about the importance of a healthy mind and body and Mm -hmm. remaining calm is very important to productivity because how can you be productive the way that you should be if your mind and your body is all over the place, that's going to weigh you down and keep you from being as productive as possible. So I exactly. love that. I love that's, that. That's great. You just bring it together. Yeah, <laughs> like that. that was so good. And I also like your seek help, right? Yeah. That seek help is very important, learning how to delegate and mm-hmm. move past from your load so that you can get everything that needs to be done, done without mm-hmm. driving yourself up a wall, so to say. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Okay. So can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us what your takeaway was? Well, there are quite a few experiences. I remember when I was in um, in Utah, I started my own modeling agency. I was in, I was in college. You know, I just had this desire and this this passion for 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 fashion and modeling at, of the arts i was in college and i was studying it but that wasn't me that wasn't my field but i was just still going through there and trying to finish it off because i've come so far studying information technology but when i was in in college i was going to the acting classes and um and taking modeling and all of those things. And that is what brought out myself. I was so happy and so passionate about that. That is, I was going to start my own company. I started, you know, speaking to some of my friends, some college, and I started a modeling acting agency with all different ethnic backgrounds. And this is this little black girl coming from the Caribbean, <laughs> being in Utah, <laughs> started a, a talent agency in college, a senior not even graduated yet. And a lot of people said to me, hey, you can't do that. You're an international student. You can't do that. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, watch me. So that's, I did it. And uh, I was in the, the town, the college town. And then I moved from there because I knew that I wasn't going to progress there. So I moved to the city, to Salt Lake City, and uh, started my, had another location there. And then I realized that I was representing actors from many different countries. And I was reaching out to different corporations from Utah. And people started calling me from California and other different states to book my models and actors. I'm like, wow, I can really, I can really do this. I can provide these people with great talent of all ethnic backgrounds that are not even here in Utah. And, uh, 
that's when I realized that for myself, whether I'm this little girl from not even graduated from college or this little girl from the Caribbean, I can do these things. And uh, if these people can call me to book my actors and book my models, I said, you know, wow, I really have something here of being a leader. I can really lead these people. I can do great things. And not, not even that, also in my fitness industry. I've had people call me from different organizations for me to be able to work with their students. Now I've had so many doctors. When I realized that I was training doctors and lawyers and these people are calling on me for me to train them to be healthy and fit, I realized like, wow, I must be some form of leader in some way, shape or form. Because if they looked at me and think that I had what it takes for me to make them healthy and mind you, these are people in high-end professions who are psychiatrists and pharmacists and those people. I realized, wow, this is something that I believe this is what the Lord wants me to do, and I should continue. Okay, thank that you for that. Sense. Yes, no, I love that, mm-hmm. and I heard a lot of things. So basically, what I heard was what blessed your leadership was believing in yourself, actually stepping out on faith, having mm-hmm. to block the naysayers, And then once you found yourself to be well-received in the industries that you were in, that basically built your confidence to keep pushing and let you know, I can do this. So yeah, yeah, that is awesome. Oh, definitely. Thank you. Okay. All right. So can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life? I remember when I, I was in college, um, there was this lady, we all call her Auntie Gwen, because she was like the auntie for all international students and all ethnic students in, in college. And we would always go to her every time we have problems. Because mind you, these are students who are coming from all over the world and their families are left at home. They may not have too many close friends. And being an older person, she's the person that we all can go to and uh, she has been a one that I looked up to when I was in college and she had always even when I started my my company in college and uh, being an international student where a lot of people told me I couldn't she has always encouraged me oh, yeah Shanira you have what it takes you have this eye you know you have an eye for choosing the models choosing the actors you have an eye for these things and uh, But I moved here, when I moved to New York and even moved to um, Florida. Up to this day, she still encourages me. She always tells me, no, keep doing it, Shanari. Keep doing it. Keep pushing. And uh, I always remember that lady. I always call her Auntie Gwen. She's my friend up to today. She's almost 80. And she lives in Hawaii now. But all the years of being in college, those years that I've known her, she's always been like a rock to me. So I would say she definitely is someone that I hold true as a leader, considering she was a multicultural director in her college and someone who was being an entrepreneur for many years of traveled many different countries. So I knew exactly what she was talking about. So I'm glad I listened to her today to keep going. And uh, that's exactly what I'm doing now. That's the best advice I've gotten in my life. Well, one of the best. But it's just, she just stands out. 
Okay. All right. I love that. And I even hear like, to me, behind the story of that would be like, an advice could be to, for a person to have a mentor or a role model and someone Mm -hmm. who pushes them and encourages them because that is definitely great for the journey and allows you to keep going and have someone to look up to and and rely on. Yes. That's right. Definitely. Most definitely. Because we all need it, you know, we all need it. Whether we're young or old, we all need it that person in which we we look up to. Yes. Okay. So Shaneri, you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? (laughs) Oh, man, that was great. Wow. That was my first podcast. That's cool. Oh, wow. I'm glad it was your first podcast. Uh Yes, it was good. I love your personal stories. They're awesome. (laughs) Okay. So Shaneri, I want to thank you again for being a guest on She Leads Podcast. Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to tell our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and or ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Sure, sure. I'm a fitness trainer, as you read earlier. And um, my company is based in Tampa, in South Tampa, and Dale Mabry at Britain Plaza. We have a studio there. And uh, I train people of all different age groups, you know, from children to seniors. And uh, what we have started here in Tampa, I've never done before. I've started a Pacific class for women who are 250 pounds and over. So that's something that we are trying to specialize in or working on specializing at the Body Visionary Studio. So the women who are around that 250 pounds and above they don't have to feel intimidated by going to a gym. They can come to our studio and feel like everybody is about the same height and everybody can encourage each other, push each other, and work out with each other. So that's what we are working on, specializing at the Body by Shinary Studio. But along with that, we offer all the different classes. We offer the Kango Jumps. If you guys have never heard of it, you can look it up. It's K-A-N-G-O-O. It's um, boots where you move around. It gives you low impact on your knees. And each boot is six pounds each. And so that's a great form of another great fitness class that we have. We are bringing Pound here at the studio, Pound Fitness, you know, Zumba, Hip Hop. And so we are working on making Body by Shinari the go-to or the community studio that people can come and they can feel comfortable, they can work out. And just have a great time and not feel that this is a stressful environment. And just work out and have fun. You know, not even realizing that you're working out. But it's enjoying each other's company. So that's what we offer at the Body Visionary Studio. And oh, my contact information, if you would like to look at our website, it's bodybyshenary.com. That's B-O-D-Y-B-Y, Shenary, C-H-I-N-Y-E-R-E.com. So that's bodybyshenary.com. Or you can follow me on Instagram and on Instagram at bodybyshenary, Facebook at bodybyshenary. Or you can feel free to email me at shenary at bodybyshenary.com. Okay. Thank you again. Thank you. And thank you very much. I really enjoyed this interview with Shenary. And I hope you did as well. I agree with Shaneri's notion of how everything comes together in perfect timing. If we faint not and keep pushing. 
It's so easy to get caught up in wanting immediate gratification, yet if the timing is not right, it's not going to happen. Learning to wait for our time is a priceless jewel that helps us to persevere. Learning to be comfortable where we are and show up fully in our current situation will lead us to where we need to be. Life isn't a race. And when we try to push the process, we are actually making it harder to reach the next level. If something is meant to be, it'll be easy. If it's not easy, then it's not time. A quote by Rachel Corey reads, follow your dreams, believe in yourself, and don't give up. I admire Shaneri's ability to have such vivid dreams. Her memory to recall her dreams so accurately and her awareness to understand the messages that these dreams brought her. Our dreams can give us visions for an understanding of our lives if we are at a certain level of consciousness. One tip I have learned is to keep a notebook near my bed to write down my dreams when I wake up, as my memory is not as good as Shanari's. I often use the website Dream Moods to interpret my dreams for a deeper understanding. When we are sleeping, we are more open to receive insight and information from our subconscious, which can reveal amazing things. A quote by Kevin Michelle reads, the subconscious mind is the guiding force for your entire life. I can relate to Shanari's courage to relocate from Utah to New York City on the quest of making a better life for herself as I did the same. In September 2017, I relocated from New Jersey to Florida and told myself I would pursue entrepreneurship for the fourth time, but take it more seriously this time around. Moving from the known to the unknown is a great risk, and although it takes time to adjust, it has been well worth it for me. Relocating is a huge decision that surprisingly does not require a huge amount of money as Shaneri has shown by moving with only $235 to her name. We often place many barriers in our way, which stops us from moving forward. Shaneri and countless others have proved that the lack of money does not stop progress unless we let it. A quote by John D. Rockefeller reads, don't be afraid to give up the good to go for the great. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Shaneri mentioned the importance of being calm as a way to be productive. This really stuck out to me as mastering the art of remaining calm is one of my goals for this year. I actually have a picture on my vision board that says calm is a superpower. Being calm is having an inner peace that lessens the grip of anxiety, worry, excitement, and troubles. Ways to remain calm include slowing down, taking deep breaths, and staying positive. I will make it my business to remain calm personally and professionally by developing coping skills to use when needed. Being at peace is extremely important to me, which makes remaining calm essential for my success. A quote by Brian Tracy reads, set peace of mind as your highest goal and organize your life around it. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. 
My leadership challenge for you is to think about one thing you can take away from this episode and adopt into your life. I know it's hard to absorb too much information at one time, and it's even harder to try and implement too many changes at once. When I attend trainings or listen to podcasts, I aim to walk away with at least one thing that stuck out to me and one way that I can change as a result. I encourage you to do the same. If you decide to take me up on my challenge, I would love to know about your takeaway. If you care to share, go to the She Leads podcast discussion group on Facebook and leave your comment under the Takeaway Thursday post for season four, episode one. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this episode of She Leads podcast. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.